Morning everyone and welcome to the mile rate. We'll review a terrific night at uh, Melton Harness Racing last night. Rob Orber, as uh, he does every uh, uh, Sunday morning, um, mile rate takes second fiddle because we have to wish all our mums and uh, everyone that we know in our lives, Robbie, a happy Mother's Day. Uh, um, in fact, you don't even have to uh, have had a child, I reckon, to be wished happy Mother's Day. Uh, we just think of all the many uh, women and and girls in our in our life and we well to be truthful every day is mother's day because we think of them every day but happy mother's day to everybody that we know and particularly to everyone connected with us yes good morning uh, dan uh, sunday morning and once again a happy mother's day to uh, everyone may you all have a, a special day with all your families and last night at melton it was one of those uh, nights we had a couple of really good highlights uh, with a couple of group one races there last night also a few finals uh, that we saw some nice promising horses engaged the track played uh, a little bit strange last night it looked a little bit heavy early in the evening uh, it sort of evened out and then once again throughout the night the pattern that uh, kept changing uh, and yeah if, I'm not sure what to make of last night's meeting but there was certainly you know I'm not 100 percent convinced about some of the races there last night couple of Group 1s, the homegrown classics, Elderberry Park-sponsored Vic Red Platinum Series. The first of which, uh, Plymouth uh, Chubb, this uh, young trotter going from strength to strength. It was an extraordinary win. Missed the start by as much as 40 metres and then just powered up the straight as if he'd just joined in. Could be a star in the making. Plymouth Chubb taking out race four, the first of the Group 1s. Off the back, Kai Valley Piero's the leader. The third quarter in 29-5. Plymouth Chubb is starting to dash up. Off the pegs is Ed's Dream. And then filling the pinch, Mangana Joe, who all but galloped there. And then came uh, Wishing and Dreaming. Off the back, 29-5, third quarter. And it's Kai Valley Piero tackled by Plymouth Chubb. Plymouth Chubb has hit the lead now from Kai Valley Piero, who can find no more. But Plymouth Chubb darted away. Plymouth Chubb has opened up a big lead. What an outstanding performance. And Plymouth Chubb is charging clear for a big win. Plymouth Chubb by about 20 metres on Kai Valley Piero. Third home was Ed's dream. A gap back to wishing and dreaming. Uh, he came out quite good and then um, the gap opened up behind, behind Puppet. Uh, and I'm like, oh, you know, do you go there? Do you know, you know, obviously you're going to have a good run there, but if he goes slow and you don't, you know, out sprint you. So I was just made up mind to, I'll go there. And just as I pulled him down, he put in a roughie and uh, went off stride. So um, certainly uh, reefed him in pretty quickly, um, managed to get down reasonably fast, but um, had to make the ground back up. And then he didn't steer great after that. He wanted to hang in all the way. Um, I was in a bit of trouble at the 800. Um, and once I got him sort of in the middle of the track by himself, he sort of made ground, so um, I was a bit worried, but uh, the horse was pretty good and, and goes very well. The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Most impressive. Um, extraordinary win, really, after losing that ground at the start. Most of the time when that happens, it's game over, but uh, ended up winning and pulling away from them by a big margin. He won by 18 metres uh, last night, Danny. Uh, this horse uh, only having uh, his fifth start. He's won four races. First group one uh, for Peter Manning and Karen Manning uh, combining together since 2010. So it's been a, a long decade of uh, a drought for uh, the Manning family uh, enjoying a group one victory together because they've done it many times uh, prior to that. But Plymouth Chubb, doesn't he look to be an exciting uh, two-year-old trotter? He's strong. 
Uh, he made a mistake at the start. He recovered, and as you mentioned, he uh, reeled him in coming to the home turn, and he just pulled away for a big performance. The mile rate was two minutes. Last mile, two minutes, point six fifty nine seven. And uh, he was just too good. He defeated Kai Valley Piero. He gave him a start. He beat him fair and square. Uh, third home was Seven Ed's Dream uh, for Brittany O'Brien. He's doing a good job with their team. Uh, Wishing and Dreaming fourth. And fifth was uh, Mangana Joe. But Plymouth Chubb, who was out of uh, pocket fantasy, out of Kim's fantasy, very good, strong maternal line with plenty of ability amongst the families. But Plymouth Chubb looks to be the star of that family because uh, I'm expecting him to win more Group 1s as this year uh, unfolds. Well, the three replays we've got are of the three trotting races last night. The DNA Logistics Vulcan Trotters free-for-all was Group 3 level. Tornado Valley trying to crack the million dollars, but he had to win it. Um, a horse that's on the comeback. He's been back for a while now, sparkling success, but he uh, he was off the scene for a while. In fact, looked unlikely he'd even make it back to the track. It was a, uh, a terrific win. He was able to cross them with Jackie Barker. They've made a real good connection, these two. Sparkling success, doing it from the front in the Group 3. Nado Valley's out of the 1-1. Jackson Square still going OK. Around the final turn, sparkling success in front. Jackson Square gets out. Tornado Valley's out wider. It's sparkling success. Five metres in front of Jackson Square. Tornado Valley can't get to them. It's sparkling success giving plenty from Jackson Square. And sparkling success goes all the way. Sparkling success beat Jackson Square. Tornado Valley ran third and then nephew of Sunoco. As, um... He has done a really good job to get back to where he is and it's credit to John because it, it is really hard obviously when they're coming back from an injury so he's obviously probably not where he was when he won the Great Southern Star but he's uh, certainly racing really well and against quality horses so I can't fault him tonight. It sounds funny doesn't The Mile Rate thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Once he lobbed in front, he got some cheap enough sectionals, Rob, and he was able to dictate, and so too was Jackie Barker. Tornado Valley stuck to his guns well, but he never looked likely to peg them back in that fast last quarter. No, look, uh, terrific performance by sparkling success. Uh, congratulations to John Mead. Uh, he's done a fantastic job getting his horse back to the races. As I mentioned, there was a period there. I thought he was done and dusted, and John kept persevering, and he has done an amazing job to get this horse back. Uh, he's, a, he's a star. He's won just under half a million dollars. Tornado Valley's trying to break the $1 million mark. Uh, sparkling success. Still got a little way to go before he breaks half a million, but he's certainly well and truly uh, in the zone. Uh, he was terrific last night. He found the lead. He controlled the race. Jackie Barker rated him to nicety. 7.4 lead time, 29.6, 30.8 first uh, two quarters, and then she quickened up the tempo, 28.9 and 28. She won by two metres. Defeated Jackson Square, who was backed at pretty big odds last night. I think he was about $34 uh, in around 21. Uh, he hit the line beautifully, showed terrific gate speed to lead, took the trail in the back of sparkling success. Uh, there's a win coming uh, in store for Jackson Square. Well done to Mick Blackmore and James Herbertson, who's in terrific form. The champ, Tornado Valley, was in the 1-1. Tempo was against him. He um, went a little bit awkward just before the home turn, Danny. I'm not sure whether you picked it up or not, but he lost about five or six metres, which was really crucial. And once he got balanced up, he, he did come late. 
but that six metre margin, um, you know, might have been a lot closer had he not, uh, as I said, I'm not really sure what he did. He just uh, seemed to have lost concentration and, and lost a good six metres before the home turn, but he tried hard, the old fella. Nephew of Sunoco continues to race well. He's going well, this horse. He's going to win one soon. And my, spike, my sky pocket from back in the field. But well done to Sparkling Success. Great story. And uh, well done to the Mead family and Jackie Barker. The second of the Group 1s was the Vic Bread Platinum Homegrown Classic for two-year-old trotting filly. Sponsored by Elder Baron Park and won by Elder Baron Misty. But it's Elder and Misty turning for home about four metres in front. Hey, Carla, still brave, sticks on. Down the outside was Ebony's Avenger. Uh, then coming through Thunder Wings, made up good ground as well. Elder and Misty's in front. Ebony's Avenger went for a gallop. It's Elder and Misty clear of Sting of a Wasp. Elder and Misty goes on to win it. Elder and Misty first. Now, Thunder Wing might have just grabbed second from Sting of a Wasp on the line. In fourth spot, Illamong Lara J was solid. They've come away. Yeah, she's really quirky at home, and um, she's actually <laughs> she's a real handful at home. But uh, when she's at the races or in in the cart, even she's uh, she's just a Jekyll and Hyde. She's just so good in the cart and everything like that. And as you can see, her manners are foolproof. She galloped her first start, but that was the standing start, and she just panicked when the horses got alongside her after the start. But uh, from the mobile, yeah, she's just got good gait speed, good manners, and um, yeah, all round nice horse. The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. He's a great horseman, Jeff Webster, Rob, and uh, he was doing the driving. He just wanted to look after this two-year-old filly, and uh, she got the job done. She was professional enough, always in control of the race, and she's got a group one on her CV now. Uh, he's a much-loved man, Jeff Webster. Uh, he's a true legend of our game. Uh, he you know, deserves more accolades than what he gets. He's just a, an absolute legend. Uh, he did a terrific job in handling Elder Baron Misty. He picked her up, uh, picked her out as a weanling uh, from Elder Baron uh, Lodge uh, through uh, Duncan McPherson and Elder Baron Park, who sponsored uh, the Vic Bread final homegrowns last night. And Elder Baron Misty uh, has been well looked after by Jeff. He's elected to continue driving uh, the filly because she's not the most easiest horse to handle at the moment. But she was able to find the lead, control the race, 7.8 lead time, 29 30.4, 30.3. The slowest was the last quarter, 31 2. They broke no records. It was a mile rate of 2 minutes, 0.7. All she had to do was win, and she did that. Thunder Wing, I thought, was good. It was three back the pegs and ran on late. A sting, a sting of a wasp had its chance behind the leader into third placing. Uh, Illawong Lara J, I thought, was a nice effort from back in the field. And Ebony's Avenger, after making a bit of an error, uh, made a surge coming to the home turn, but just couldn't finish it off. But certainly has uh, its share of talent. But look, all honest, Elder Baron Misty, she uh, produced the best manners. She was well driven, well handled, and she got the chockies. First event on the night, uh, would you mind? Wow, what a win this was. It, uh, well, it had no chance on the turn, did it, Rob? But even uh, uh, just as they turned for home, would have still had 20 metres to make up. And, well, it was an extraordinary finale. It was. Uh, it was three back the pegs. They uh, put the riding on the wall with some really good performances at his previous couple of starts. And it was bolting coming to home turn. But by this point, uh, uh, CC in America kicked right away with uh, Iconic Major and uh, let's make tracks and and would you mind was just uh, caught behind slow traffic of diamond grace dropping back in its face and 
must have given the leaders about 20 metres, and the leaders all shifted off from the inside to the middle of the track, and I think they got half up the straight, and they almost got swallowed up in quicksand, because, would you mind, never looked like winning the race till about 50 metres from the line, and was able to make up that late ground, uh, Glenn Douglas sticking to the inside and getting home over the top of him. Uh, it was only a half-neck margin. It wasn't a big margin at the finish. Second home, iconic major, really nice run. Definitely a black booker. Did all the work and battled on strongly. Let's make tracks. Continues to race well. CC in America. Look, set a reasonable tempo in front. I mean, they did go 156.8 mile rate, 44.7 lead time. Uh, certainly the tempo was pretty solid there. Not sure whether it was needed to be that quick, but at the end of the day, had its chance and got run down. And fifth home in the race was uh, Meseradin, as I also ran on from back in the field. But I think the black booker out of the race was certainly iconic major. The horse to continue to follow is the winner, would you mind? Race two, the best two back runners at odds were Kai Valley Chief and No Republic. Kai Valley Chief looked home, coming to the home turn, and a big, big lead. But No Republic, not dissimilar to the winner of the first race, made up a heap of ground in the home straight to win, and in the end, win pretty easily. Well, it was just almost a carbon copy, wasn't it, Danny, of the first race? Uh, Kai Valley Chief had good support. I think it was $10 in around $6 on the fixed odds market, maybe even got into a, a shorter price was able to come across from its wide draw to lead and kicked away coming to home turn. It looked home for all money and once again ran off the track, got caught up in uh, what looked to be like quicksand and uh, no Republic who was behind it stuck to the inside and finished home too well to win by six and a half metres on the line in a mile rate of two minutes point three. No Republic the winner. Kai Valley Chief finishing second. Had its chance and if you're on it you certainly were expecting to be the winner coming to the home turn. Morgan Miley didn't trot the best last night. Again maybe the uh, the surface didn't have that horse feeling as comfortable in its feet. Uh, fourth home was nine travel bug. He's one worth following. He's getting fitter with each run and the big run was prosthesis uh, first up after a, a break uh, only his second run in a few years ken tip has done a great job he's got loads of ability and if he can keep him sound he will be winning races but well done to uh, emmett and richard brosnan and connor clark who took the drive with no republic getting home last night Race three was run at a pretty good tempo and as such uh, the horses have finished the top four had all drawn the second row well, I think uh, came to the race three, we were all looking for horses on the pegs. And uh, what happened in this race, it, the tempo was just uh, almost, uh, well, I suppose it was set up for something to run from behind. Uh, Connor Clark decided to hold the front with my superannuation. They went 44-1 lead time, 29-6 the first quarter, 30.7. And all of a sudden down the back, you could see the leaders were all getting swamped up and... Uh, where we saw the horse out three wide. Radius was three wide, two back with the trail. Came over the top to win. Hayden Bromack was three wide with the trail. Uh, hit the lead but was run down by Radius. Sheffield Sparky led the three wide line up a lap from home but was a sitting duck in the home straight and was just run down. Fourth home was Tim Daylight at Dawn who was saving ground along the inside. Michael Bellman, a uh, beautiful drive there. Sarah Ann was a nice, nice effort. The favourite was Blue Chip Delight, had no luck, worked really hard, had two cracks for the lead to get the front off my superannuation, couldn't get it, got shuffled back, uh, virtually drove up behind him on the home turn, ran into a dead end and then switched back to the outside and certainly a horse worth following. I thought its, its performance last night was very good. But all honours to Radius, well done to David Barbetti and Ryan Sanderson who took the drive. They're both doing a terrific job and it was great to see David Barbetti getting uh, rewarded with a nice race. The EK Bray Country Club's pace final. The horse to follow out of the race was five blue chip delight for mine. Race five, brilliant win to the inform mayor, Yelanta. 
Yeah, terrific win. Uh, look, she certainly had some good form line going into the race, Danny. Uh, uh, a mare that went up to Sydney uh, for a couple of starts up there, raced against La Bella Vida and uh, the uh, the other horse, Michelle... Uh, Lee Mac. Michelle Lee Mac, Dan, thank you very much for reminding me uh, this time of morning. And uh, Michelle Lee Mac ran third in that race, and that form line was really strong. And I landed her last night, was driven back in the field, there was a bit of speed early, and uh, came over the top of him and pulled away for a really strong win. Mick Stanley spoke to us on Trot's Vision, he's got a big opinion of her, he feels like she's a pretty strong mare. Uh, and going places, so we might see her feature in some of the bigger mares races later on in the year. But a very good win by Atlanta. Uh, second home, Crime Rider, after its good win last start, terrific run last night, hit the line really strongly. Major Assassin was honest into third. Uh, still screens made up ground from back in the field, and so did Yorkshire. Uh, but out of the race, um, really, I thought uh, the winner was very good, and I thought the second horse, Crime Rider, certainly worth following. Mr Bohannon led in the race, didn't finish it off, and Arg was behind it, but just really struggled up the sprint lane and uh, lost its momentum and couldn't make ground. Race six, the unbeaten in Australia. He's a crock watcher. He's had three starts here for three wins and he, he's progressing as a really smart horse. He does look a really good horse, doesn't he, Danny? I think uh, you've alluded that race. Uh, that Nutrien Equine Country Club's Championship final has produced some good winners over the uh, over the uh, years and he's a crock watcher. Uh, was able to find the top uh, 43-4 lead time, very fast, and then 30.4, 30.1, 28-4, 28-9, held them all at bay. It was a really good performance. Mile rate of 156. He looks to be a horse with a big future. He's a crock watcher. Good win last night for Amanda Grieve. Zach Phillips took the drive. Second home was two. My name is Jeff. Love this horse. Lightly raced, but certainly going places, as is number three, Morrison's Dream, who ran third in the race. Both horses are worth following. Doubtless Bay for Joey Pace did plenty of work and battled on really strongly. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, all honours to the winner. He's a crock watcher who certainly won horse uh, with a big future. But I think the second, third and fourth horses are all worth following. My name is Jeff Morrison's Dream and Doubtless Bay. Race 7, Honolulu Bay. Well, I, I don't think I've seen a horse look to be travelling so easily and then just capitulate so quickly for a long time. He, um, it was, there's got to be something wrong there because he just looked to be bolting and then just folded up as soon as they hit the straight. Made for a great finish. They were stretched across the track. They certainly were. They came from all different directions. Honolulu Bay started around the $1.25 mark. Uh, just had everything go its way. 46-4 lead time, 30.9, 29-3. And it just developed into a sprint home, 28-4 and 28-5. And he was the first horse beaten on the home turn. He went from bolting to nothing. And uh, he just dropped right out. Uh, second placing, uh, or the winner, uh, which uh, was number 13 in the race, and that was Sonny Weaver. What a performance by him. Uh, Russell Jack and, and Lee Sutton, he drew barrier 13, he found himself on the pegs, he came off the pegs, and he tried to weave a passage at the top of the home straight. He bullocked his way out. I think he gave Assassinator a nice hip and shoulder and got into the clear, and he's got an amazing turn of speed. He sprinted too strongly and a terrific win. Rupert of Lincoln was first up. He'll certainly be improved by that run, finishing second in the race. Bont Majestic Cruiser continues to race well. Uh, Miss McGonagall made up ground from back in the field in Ideal Some Magic. The two disappointing runs were really the two favourites. So one, which was on a lure bay. Bonzel Benjamin sat outside it, but both horses were gone at the top of the home straight. Spoke to um, James Herbertson after the last last night. He still felt like the track was you know heavy again around that point of the night. So he just said, don't read too much into it. But I must admit, on face value, I thought both horses were really disappointing.
Oh, without a doubt. There was a little bit of rain, but it couldn't have amounted to, to too much. The last, the Allied Express pace, James Herbertson, Major Manbar, had to negotiate inside the back row, but he did it like a, a professional that he is, and Major Manbar in the end was too classy. Yeah, he was. He just outdrove him, James. Uh, in the last with Major Manbar, he got off the pegs. He knew he was on the best horse in the race, and he got around to the breeze pretty comfortably. They went 7.1 lead time, 29.3 and 30.8. He made that move in that second split when they were walking after... After a pretty slow uh, early part of the race, he controlled the race from the breeze. He was too strong. 28-3 home, 27-6 last quarter. He won by seven metres. He defeated Final Peace, who ran a nice race. It's a major surprise. Was able to lead, just wasn't able to hold him off into third placing. Fourth home was Tim Torrid saying, made ground from back in the field and beat Little also. But uh, Major Manbar was too good and certainly the horse uh, worth following out of that. Terrific night at uh, Melton last night. Robbie, thanks again. Look forward to doing it all again next Sunday morning. But until then, happy harnessing and have a wonderful Mother's Day.